everybody, and welcome back to First and Ten. I'm your host, Adam, and today we have two guest stars, Owen and Chuck. And you guys have seen Chuck recently. This is Owen's first time. How you guys doing? Owen, a.k.a. Finn's Network, as you may know him from Instagram, the Dolphins fan. Um, This is episode 19. It is a week nine preview. Um, He got some great games this week, as always. I feel like we say that every week, but it's okay. Um, So we'll get right into it. Thursday night football, Packers versus Niners. I feel like the Niners did have a shot. They came in as a three-point underdog at first on Sunday. Tuesday, went to a four-and-a-half-point underdog. Today, they're now a seven-point underdog after the events that we've seen with COVID and uh, Kendrick Bourne. They released Dante Pettis this week, who was signed by the Giants, which Dante Pettis, second-round pick. It was interesting to see them just dump him off. But um, I think I have the Packers in this one. I don't think it'll be a remotely close game. Um, let's hear from Chuck. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 49ers are dealing with a lot of like injuries right now. There's a lot of guys that are out. I mean, Kittle's out. I think Debo's out now. Uh, Ayuk's out, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, is Jimmy G playing? No. no. So I, six I, weeks. I Say what you want about like CJ, Berthard, or whatever. But Nick Mullins. Think, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. That's wrong. Don't disrespect wrong, <laughs> wrong team. Say what you want about Nick Mullins. I don't think he can do like enough with what little he's going to be playing with. Uh, so, I, I mean, the Packers are doing really are doing pretty good right now. Um, I take the Packers here for sure. Owen, what are you thinking? I'm thinking the same thing. There's no way that the uh, 49ers are keeping this one within. Uh, 49ers are keeping this one within seven. Uh, I think that they're way too hurt. You know, they're down basically every starter on their offense, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also think that their defense won't be able to get any pressure. They're not going to be able to pick a ball off without Richard Sherman and Jason Verrett, I believe. He might be back, but he was hurt for a while. So it's going to be a tough game. Um, I know the Packers are down Lazard, uh, but they got Aaron Jones back, so should be an easy Packers I think, though, the one saving grace for the 49ers is the Packers' defense has been pretty bad this year. We We saw them lose to the Vikings last week, so... And Nick Mullins did look good last week, but I don't. I it. I, I think I. I'm not gonna count the 49ers out. I don't see them as a seven point underdog, but I just with all the injuries, I don't see them um making a move in this game really. On to Sunday's one o'clock slate. The first game we'll talk about is the Texans versus Jaguars. Two teams who are basically their seasons are over. I mean, Texans can win nine in a row and ten and ten and six and turn it around, but. Let's be honest, that's not happening with the roster they have. Um, Jaguars, we're going to see Jake Luden as a starting QB for the first time this year. I think it's a bit questionable to start a player like Jake Luden this week, even with Minshew Hurt. But Jaguars are doing it. They're tanking for Trevor, I'd say. Um, I I, I don't see a world where the Texans lose to Jake Luden because I don't see Luton giving a spark to Jacksonville like Minshew does. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree. I think it's going to be a pretty terrible game in all honesty. Um, but I I think just because of the lack of Minshew, I mean, Luden's in. I'm definitely going to take the Texans here. Uh, Texans are going to take their second win. I mean, both, yeah, again, I mean, both these teams, their season is over. I mean, they just got to start planning for next year. Sucks for the Texans. I mean, who should not really be in a rebuild right now? Like, you know, look at their picks. I mean, they, they traded for talent, and it just all went downhill. So, I mean, I, I do feel bad for the Texans fans, I think they're in a pretty terrible situation right now. Um, quick question for both of you. What do you guys think about the whole J.J. Watt situation? We all saw that he came out today, talked about he doesn't see himself playing another 10 years. He doesn't want to be in a rebuild stage. He wants to win championships. So where do you see his future with the Texans, Owen? Um, I'm going to say Steelers. I think that's obviously the uh, leading uh, choice right now for many. You know, play with both of his brothers. Steelers are 7-0 right now, looking for contention. 
Uh, obviously, the trade deadline's over, but if we see a move going down in the offseason, my bet is on the Steelers. And, yeah. Um, I mean, I think... I mean, it, I, 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 no matter what, what type of player you are, I mean, no matter how good of a locker room presence you are, how good of a leader you are, I mean, that makes sense. Like, I respect that. He's a good player. He's nearing the end of his career. He, he dominated in Houston. I mean, he dominated in Houston. When not oh, injured. Yeah. yeah, when not injured. When he was healthy, he was amazing in Houston. I mean, he put his heart and soul out, and it, it's, it's respectable. I mean, they, they shouldn't he, – he, I mean, I think he's smart enough to know that they, they're not going to be in a good rebuild here. They're going to have to do mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot to actually rebuild this team. But really oh. – are they that far from being a contender? Because I feel like yeah. just you're, just last season, right. many would consider them a contender. The issue is Bill O'Brien kind of you're blew right. up everything no, with right. trades. I think if they have Hopkins and they still have a first-round pick this year, it's a lot different, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. But you still have Deshaun Watson under center. So yeah. even if it's a terrible defense, if you're able to give Deshaun Watson some weapons, some line, yeah, I mean, right. the issue for them is they don't have a first-round pick this year. Yeah, I think the issue with the Texans going forward is going to be the fact that they actually paid Deshaun Watson. And while obviously Watson is really the only reason that they have a win this year, right? I think that that roster overall just needs to be scrapped. Um, I think it's a dumb move going forward. You don't have any uh, first or second round picks this year, at least for the moment. Um, And now you're uh, low on money too because you got Watson coming for the uh, long haul. But I don't think that Watson's going to end up playing there all five years on his contract or for whatever it was but that brings up the question if you trade Watt in the offseason you could get I, I don't know if you'd get a first Watson. round pick but yeah with you could contract. get a second or third round pick yeah. and maybe a him. player back it's just it's really are you going to try and rebuild or are you going to just try and go all in on the offense not give a fuck about the defense mm. and try and win football games and shootouts yeah. that's the question for the texans but for now they're just going to be bad this year. No playoffs for Tough them. Situation. Um, Jaguars. I think we all have Texans this game. Yeah, yeah, I got um, Texans. On to, I, I hate to say it, but one of the biggest divisional matchups so far this season. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the the Giants and the Washington football team, two teams with a combined win total of three, but also two teams that are one and two games back of leading a division. So, it's an important game. Kyle Allen will get the start for Washington. Danny Dimes for the Giants. I actually, Giants have their one win against this football team this year. Um, I don't see them winning this week. I think the, the Washington defense week by week has just been getting a bit better and a bit better. And I feel like this week they're going to be too much for Daniel, Daniel Jones, even after his performance last week. Yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be a defensive battle between the two teams. If you look at the Giants, they've been uh, nearly top 10, top 15 in every category this year. Uh, lots of improvement there with a lot of young guys. And same goes for Washington, right? You got top uh, front seven in the league, one of them. And you got a good young secondary. So I think it's going to be interesting to see there. No Blake Martinez may make the difference for the Giants, though. Blake Martinez Very has true. been a big impact this season. Right uh, in the center of the field. Yeah. But. So I think this game is going to end up coming down to the two quarterbacks. You know, Dan, Daniel Jones, he's got three of his career wins. I think he only has four or five. So. Four. Yeah, he's got four career wins. Three of them are against the Washington. So I think that he'll have a solid game, and I think Kyle Allen's going to have to battle him out. New York's been able to keep some close football games this year, even though they're only one and seven. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I honestly don't really know what to say here. I mean, 
I, I would think Washington would win this game, but the Giants did show some poise last game they played. Uh, and yeah, it was they've a close showed game. poise every week. You're right. I mean, I think I think it's going to come down to how much pressure they can get on Daniel Jones. You know, it, how many fumbles mm-hmm. can they get out of Daniel Jones? How much pressure can they put on these rookie tackles? And yeah. I think Chase Young is going to win the battle. I, I, I think uh, Chase Young, I mean, they, they, Montez Sweat, Ryan Kerrigan. I mean, it's a good defensive front, as you said. My only concern is is the Washington offense. I mean, under Kyle Allen, I mean, they, they still have good. I mean, Antonio Gibson's a good piece. Terry McGuire, like, they have a good offense. They could. Terry McLaurin's probably one of the best young leaders yeah, in the exactly, NFL. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, re- I mean, I think this could be a definite toss-up. It'll 100% be a close game. I mean, it's a divisional game. My I, issue, I don't see I, – I just don't see Giants sweeping Washington this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Washington yeah. here. It's also Washington's dropped the past three of the Giants, so they're going to clearly yeah. come into this game with a bit more on their shoulders than the Giants. Yeah. And then last thing I want to say, the Giants are one two-point conversion away from being 0-8 right now. True, so yeah. as much as I want to say they've had close games and stuff, they're also, yeah. one as I just said, yeah, one two-point conversion. Yeah. On to uh, the Ravens versus the Colts. Two five-and-two teams, but it feels like one team is a lot stronger of a five-and-two team than the other. Personally, I'm still not sold on the Colts. They haven't really been able to perform too well in important games against great teams. I mean, only two losses, but one of them is to the Cleveland Browns, who are the biggest fluke in football right now. But uh, I, I don't see the Colts really competing much, even with their defense containing Lamar. I think the Ravens' D will be too much for Phillip Rivers this week. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. Um Another big defensive game. I don't think that the Ravens' offense has been as hot as they were last year. Lamar's taken a little bit of a step backwards in terms of explosiveness. See, but when you say that, when you say that, I feel like numbers-wise he's going down. But the really only difference I feel like between him this year and last year is the turnovers. If he doesn't turn the ball over four times against the Steelers, they win the football game. This week against the Colts, I understand the Colts have a good defense, but it's like Lamar... Lamar hears the hate week by week. He he's probably one of the most not hated quarterbacks, but criticized quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, so he yeah, knows definitely. what he's playing with. If the Ravens get out to a lead at first, I I don't think the Colts have a shot. The Colts' only shot is to receive the ball and score because Lamar struggles when playing behind, which we've seen his whole career. Yeah, I mean, Ravens just draw. I mean, did the Colts lose last week? No, they beat the Lions. So they 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 beat the Lions. I mean, yeah, the Lions aren't that great of a team. But the Ravens are off the loss. I don't think they're going to drop another one here. Uh, the Colts, as you said, I mean, the record, sure, they have the, both the record. If it's like you paper, said about the Seahawks. I don't see the Ravens exactly. losing back to I, do, I don't see that either. I mean, yeah. they, they, they haven't been too impressed. I mean, they have been good this year. I mean, I think they've definitely been almost underrated this year to some extent. I mean, you don't, you don't hear a lot of people talking about them, I feel like. Like when I think of a top three, te- top three teams in the AFC – I think of Chiefs, Steelers, and Ravens. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't think agree. of Titans. I don't, and I don't think. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think of the Colts either. I mean, I, I don't think the Colts. As you said, I, I mean, I think they're going to. Colts will win their division. Yeah, they'll no, win the division. I think Titans will. Yeah, Titans will win the division. Colts will get a wild card, wild card spot. I don't see them like dropping. But it's more, like, like they'll have a good record. It's like these teams. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it seem like that, but the Colts have not had a hard schedule this year yeah, because exactly. of That's where they finished last year. Yeah, exactly. And then it's the same with the Browns, though. The Browns, the the yeah. AFC North, besides division games, have the easiest, one of the easiest yeah. schedules in football, which is why, like, it's just, like, to see the Browns and, like, the Colts and, like, teams like that with records where they are right now, I just don't think they're, like, that talented. And when I think of teams like the Colts and the Browns, I don't think of teams actually making run in playoffs. But meanwhile, the Colts have the same record as the Ravens right now. So I feel like the record really doesn't speak for the team, in my opinion. 
Because it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's how you stack up against the big dogs, and I don't see the Colts stacking up against the big dogs. Yeah, I think when you look at a lot of their wins and a lot of their big-time performances, they've been inferior opponents. So I think that's going to be a big test for uh, the Colts this week. They're going to be hungry for a win to try and get on top of the division after the Titans dropping two straight. And, uh, yeah, it will should be a fun one, but I, I'm taking Ravens here. Yeah. All right, on to the next week. we got Lions who are coming up a, off a pretty bad loss and Vikings who are coming off a pretty big win. Um, I think Matthew Stafford currently on the COVID reserve. If Matthew Stafford plays, I don't see a way the Lions lose. Or I do see a way the Lions lose, but I still think they'll win. If Matthew Stafford doesn't play, I don't even know who on earth is the Lions quarterback with no Driscoll this year. <laughs> so I, I think the Vikings win in that situation. But it'll be interesting. Uh, Stafford is eligible to play if he tests negative the next few days, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, – I don't think I see Minnesota doing what they did on Sunday again, to be honest. I think that was kind of a fluke. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take the, uh, the Lions here, especially if Stafford's playing. I mean, if he's not, I, again, I don't know who his backup is, so that'll definitely be a questionable. Um, that'll be up in the air. So, I mean, maybe if there is a backup in, I could see the Vikings winning, but I, I think I'm going to see the Lions going 4-4. Four and four. Chase Daniel, Chase former, okay, former yeah. Bears QB. All right, yeah, so I think that this is going to be another interesting game. Uh, big division game right here. But honestly, not really confident in Lions secondary right now. Jeff Okuda, he's been stepping it up the last couple weeks, but still not very good this season for the third overall pick. No. I think that they don't really have much depth behind that. Uh, and the defensive line hasn't gotten the greatest pressure. So I think that... Uh, Vikings should be able to run all over them, and maybe uh, Kirk Cousins if he's still in. I don't, <laughs> the <laughs> haven't thing, heard much on him. The but thing he about the Vikings is, team. I feel like the Vikings are just really night and day this year. Like last week, yeah. we see their yeah. offense rush for over two hundred yards, pass for over two hundred. We saw a really explosive Vikings offense, but other weeks we've saw, seen a non-existent Vikings offense. But I think end of the day in a divisional game, the Vikings like I don't know why, but divisional games are different. The Vikings tend to find a way to win divisional games, which is why I think they'll take this one. But end of the day, that game isn't too important for either team lines when they have a bit of a better shot at the playoffs, but I wouldn't say it's that important. On to the uh, Bears versus the Titans. Bears, a team that started out really hot, started out 4-0. and Now they are 5-3. and um, Titans, also another team that started out very hot, now 5-2. and um, End of the day, I think Bears defense is just stacks up better against the Titans' offense. While Tannehill is very good, I think the key to the Titans' offense is getting the run game going, and the Bears have had a very good run D this year. Mm-hmm. So if you slow down Derrick Henry and even the other guys in the backfield, I think the Bears take this one. It's really, though, up to Nick Foles. Yeah. I mean, we say this every week. Nick Foles performed well last week. The Bears still lost. This week, I think if Big Dick Nick can come through, then the Bears can get the victory. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the Titans are still like I, I don't know. I'm a little confused on the Titans. I mean, I thought they were a really good team. I'm st- I'm I'm still not sold on them yet. As as with the Bears, I mean, the Bears have an amazing defense. That's 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 obvious. But um, their offense is just is just not very good. Their offense, yeah, I'm I'm not a fan. I mean, Nick. I mean, their offensive line isn't great. Nick Foles isn't doing too great. So yeah, like you said, I mean, if he's gonna throw two interceptions. The Titans are going to win, I think. Mm. But, um, I mean, maybe not. Maybe maybe the defense does step it up. But I think, again, like as we say almost every week, this game is a lot on Nick Foles. 
Yeah, I think this should be a back-and-forth matchup. Titans defense recently not been super hot, right? Yeah, they had a great game against the Bills, shutting down one of those top offenses and put them in a cold spot. But I think that that defense is going to uh, have a hard time, even though the Bears offense has been struggling. And I think that vice versa, the Titans offense, which has been pretty hot, and the Bears defense, which has been much better, think that those two should be a good, uh, good matchup. So it should be good for both sides of the ball, entertaining game. I'm still taking Titans. Believe in that uh, run game, that O-line, and that quarterback way more than uh, what the Bears got. So on to the Panthers versus the Chiefs. Um, Panthers have been one of the coldest teams in football recently. The Chiefs have been one of the hottest since their loss to the Raiders. Um, I don't see the Chiefs slowing down this week, even with Teddy Bridgewater playing out of his mind. I think Patrick Mahomes is just going to light up this Carolina defense. I think the Chiefs have the best offense in the NFL, no question. Their defense has given them some support this year when needed. And I still think Mahomes is just on another planet. I, I, don't, I, I don't see a way the Chiefs lose this week. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Uh, so Panthers have dropped uh, now, I think, three or four straight. And I'm not really, <laughs> not really confident in them winning this one either. So I think that after the Chiefs, after that tough uh, loss to the Raiders where put up a good fight, but division game, that was tough. think that they've been consistent this year otherwise. You know, the defense normally doesn't have a great reputation, but they've been a big reason for why that they've been winning. And, um, yeah, I, I think that Kansas City should be able to take this one no problem. Mahomes passing all over that uh, depleted secondary, and yeah. Any yeah, I, I mean, I don't think this is going to be a great game. I think the Chiefs are going to win. They're hot. Carolina, I think they're dropping, they've dropped three straight, I think. Um, I'm taking Chiefs here. Not much else to be said. Next game we got is going to be the Seahawks-Bills. A lot of good games this yeah, week. Yeah, it's going to be a solid with... game. I mean, I think I, I have the Seahawks, I think. I don't. Really? Because I think if you allow the Bills offense to get going, I don't see the Bills losing. That's, yeah. And the Seahawks have the worst, one of the worst defenses in the yeah, NFL this that's year. That's true. Even with Jamal Adams, I still don't see the Seahawks winning this. And I think Russ is explosive and all, but I think Allen has shown that he can play explosive this year. And he hasn't the past few weeks. He's been slowed down a bit, but I I just don't think the Seahawks defense is going to be able to stop. If we saw Cam Newton light up the Seahawks defense, imagine what Jalen's going to do this week. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, um, I think that this one should be a shootout. It's going to be another fun one. A lot of good games this week, and this is definitely one of the top ones. Uh, Seahawks have been obviously one of the best teams this season. Russell Wilson's making his MVP run, and the Bills have been surprisingly good. You know, we've seen this offense take a step back since the first three games, but I think that, like Adam said, if they're able to get rolling this week, they should be able to keep this a close game. And even though I haven't been really liking the Bills recently, I think that this is gonna they're gonna be able to keep it within three and. Uh, and yeah, however, I don't, I don't think that Russell Wilson's going to be able to uh, take a loss anytime soon. Uh, and I don't, definitely don't think that it's going to be versus the Bills. So I'm sticking with Seattle here. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm going to stick by Seattle. I mean, Bills are good. They have a good defense. They have a good offense. But I, 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 think, I think too highly of Russell Wilson. Uh, so I think it'll be a shootout, but I think, I think the Seahawks are going to take it. On to my favorite game of the week, as always. We got the 3-4 and four Denver Broncos versus the 2-6 and six Atlanta Falcons. Both teams coming off huge wins. Um, who did who the Falcons beat? Uh, the Panthers on Thursday Night Football. Okay. Falcons do have that extra day of rest. Um, 
I'll, I'll speak last. Okay, I'll, speak I'll, last. I'll, I'll open it up. Um, I'm thinking Broncos here. I don't think the Falcons are that good. I mean, they beat the Panthers, who have not been doing good recently. I mean, they, they've been in a lot of close games. I'll give them that. I don't think they're <laughs> far from being bad, but um, I think I think I'm taking the Broncos here. Oh, Owen. Um, yeah, Owen, what do you think? I think it's gonna be a. It should be closer than a lot of people expect, um, like especially people, Adam. <laughs> most people expect it to be pretty close. I feel like. All right. Well, anyways, I'm not confident in this Falcons defense at all. And with Drew Locke being actually pretty solid against a Chargers defense, who has been, who's got some good players on it, I think that they should be able to pass all over the Chargers. Should be a good day for Drew Locke. Should be a good day for Philip Lindsay. Um, and I think that they'll be able to take a good win. Uh, after that, not sure that Matt Ryan is going to be able to do anything. We'll see what happens with Julio Jones, uh, who's been kind of hurt this year. But I think that Broncos should be able to take this one, no problem. Um, so I guess I'll start with Glasgow is out this week, but I don't fear the Falcons' defense whatsoever, Yeah, which is the one important thing. I think end of day... Don't want to put the game in Drew Locke's hands, but it's really up to Drew Locke. If he performs like second half Drew Locke last week, last week we win. If he performs like first half Drew Locke, it's a, it's a very close game. But end of the day, um, Shelby Harris is currently on COVID reserve, big defensive lineman who's probably a pro bowler this year as of right now. Um, if he's off COVID reserve, he's we have a lot of more support on the D-line, but... The D line's been hurt this year. We ha- if Shelby Harris is out, we're missing. We're down Casey Harris, Purcell, um, and Vaughn. But end of the day, I think highly of my Denver Broncos. So I'm gonna have to ride high and go with the victory this week. Head to four and four, five hundred. Maybe we make some pull- noise in a playoff run. Maybe we don't. But onto the Raiders versus the Chargers, the four o'clock game, division rivals where. The record really doesn't portray how the Chargers have played this year. The Chargers are not a 2-5 and five team, but they are 2-5 and five because they can't hold a lead. Blown three 16-point yeah. leads this year. In a row. Um, Raiders, I'm really not sold on. They beat the Browns last week, but the Browns suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Raiders have given up 24 or more points every week besides last week when they gave up six points, and I think if the Chargers score 24 or more, they're going to take this one. And for me... I'm rooting for the Chargers this week. I hate the Chargers, but if the Chargers win and the Broncos win, then the Broncos are second in the division now. So yeah. that's a lot to uh, talk about in with other AFC West fans. But uh, let's hear from Chuck. I think um, – I mean, I don't think the Raiders are a bad team necessarily. You're right. They did beat the, the Browns, which was an interesting game. Um, beat the Chiefs. They did beat the Chiefs, which was beat crazy. The and they beat – I mean, yeah, they, 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 they're a good team. I, I don't want to discount them at all, but I think – I just have a sense that this is going to be the game that the Chargers finally win. Mm. That, I, I, I have a weird sense that maybe not, but – Spidey senses? Yeah, I, I, maybe maybe not. I, I don't know why, but I think this is final. I mean, as you said, they've lost three – have they lost three games in a row? Yep, 16-point yeah, leads. Yeah, and 16-point leads. I mean, Herbert's still playing pretty well. Uh, I think they're going to – I think this will be the one they get the win. Owen, what are you thinking? Uh – for some reason, I, I can't find myself to pick the Chargers, you know? I've, I've been picking the Chargers pretty consistently this year. You picked and they them just, last week? I did pick them last week. Last game I picked, too. I was, I was so, so, um, so torn between who I wanted to choose, and I just went with Chargers. 
Two weeks in a row this has happened, and they They had the win until one second left. They had the win until one second left. (laughs) And I I, I just can't find myself trusting them. I I like the offense. I'm loving Mike Williams this year. Their defense has been pretty atrocious this year, considering they like to claim themselves as a top-10 defense in the NFL, usually. I'm in agreement. Um, Um, Derwin James, has he been hurt? Yeah, Yeah, he's he's out for the year. year. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Year. But um, just trade away Desmond King, who is one of the most overhyped cornerbacks. I really don't yeah. think he's that good. Me neither. Um, who else do they got? Casey Hayward still? Yep. Casey he, Hayward. I think Chris Harris. Chris Harris, Harris. Harris well, no. maybe healthy this week, I think. Um, I mean, I, Chris Harris isn't good. Joey Bosa. I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but Chris he's Harris isn't great. Last year, he was terrible. Anyways, um, but if you say so. I'm taking I'm taking the Raiders here. I'm liking that offense. I'm liking that run game. Derek Carr's been pretty solid this year, and uh, honestly, Nelson Aguilar has been too. Yeah. So um, yeah. On to the Finns versus the Cardinals. Um, I'd say two surprising over 500 teams at this point in the season. I don't think anybody expected the Cardinals to be five and two. I don't think anybody really expected the Dolphins to be four and three with big wins over the Rams and the uh, 49ers this year. But um, this one will be interesting. The Dolphins are going back-to-back weeks on the West Coast. Have they traveled back and forth, or have they stayed on the West Coast? Um, or, no, last week was in Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this one's in Arizona. Yeah, so they're probably settling in in Arizona soon. Um, but it'll be interesting because... I haven't seen enough of Tua yet to say he's good. I mean, it was even if I had seen him throw for 300 yards, I wouldn't say he's good because it's one week. Exactly. But I didn't see enough to say he's good, but I didn't see enough to say he's bad. But um, last week was kind of funny. First play, welcome to the NFL, Tua. Donald with oh, the yeah. strip sack. But, uh, hey, he got the victory at the end of the day. But um, I don't know who I want. I think, I think I'm just going to go with... The Cardinals, because while the Dolphins' defense has been playing really well this year, Kyler Murray isn't the traditional NFL quarterback that you see every week. He's some 5'7 midget who knows how to run around and throw the (laughs) ball somehow, which is pretty impressive to me. And then you got the – he's got some nice receivers. Him and D-Hop have been on track this year. They've looked great together. Um, Cardinals' defense is the real question, but it's like the Dolphins' offense is also a question. Their leading rusher is out on the IR for a few weeks. Two Um, leading rushers. Um, who else? Uh, the receivers haven't been too great this year. Like you, they last week they didn't do anything, but they haven't done as well as many expect. Um, but yeah, end of day, I got the Cardinals. We hear from Chuck before Owen starts uh, yelling at me. I think I'm gonna take the Dolphins here. Um, I don't think the Cardinals are that great personally. I think if anyone can slow down the. I mean, it, it, DeAndre, I mean, Xavier Howard, is Byron healthy? Mm-hmm. I think they'll, they'll do some. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying Byron's, you know, or either one of them is going to put up zero, you know, zero yards with Nuke. But I think, I think they'll, they'll slow him down a little bit. And I think Tua will have a, a bigger game. I mean, I, don't, I still don't think he's going to be thrown for like 300 yards or mm-hmm. three touchdowns, but I think he's going to have a bigger game. I think he'll go for at least 200 yards, two touchdowns. I think, yeah, I think he'll have a bigger game. I mean, the running back situation is questionable without Gaskin. Is Breed out, too? Yeah. Maybe Jordan Howard will finally see him. I don't know how he's doing, though. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I have a hunch that the Dolphins are going to pull this off. With their, I think I think the Dolphins are going to have not as big of a defensive game, but I think I think, I think just like um, like last week, I think this is going to be the Dolphins winning on defense and special teams. So, I, I think I'm going to take the Dolphins winning two in a row. Oh. Well. If they do win two in a row, it'll also be four in a row. Um, so I think that this game, 
unfortunately for me, is going to be going to the Cardinals. Well, I'm loving how this defense is playing. Defense is, uh, we got top 10 in sacks. We got uh, top five in passer rating allowed, points per game, all this. Uh, a lot of individual performers playing great who were actually unexpected. Eric Rowe, Emmanuel Agba, all this. I think they're going to have a tough time. This defense tends to struggle against running quarterbacks. We've seen it with Russell Wilson, even though they were able to contain him pretty well. And as well as uh, getting killed by Josh Allen basically every time they play him. So, I think that it'll be an interesting game. We've got, um, we should be able to do a solid job on defense, force a couple turnovers, be able to force punts. It's all going to come down to the Dolphins' offense. We're going to see how they'll be able to open up the passing game. Uh, we know that they were keeping it vanilla for Tua last week. Uh, and now, with the trading of Isaiah Ford to the Patriots. Oh, Isaiah Ford, that's the, I feel like that's the real deal breaker <laughs> this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot more of the young guys getting in. We see Malcolm Perry, Lynn Bowden Jr., who was traded for, uh, Jakeem Grant, and as well as Antonio Callaway coming off suspension. So they're adding a lot of speed that are getting uh, called Will he up. be high for the game this week? <laughs> Probably. Uh, let's hope he plays at an all-time high. Um, but I think that if they can get the offense rolling – uh, and if they can uh, get the run game going uh, with their two starting running backs out, I think they should be able to pull this one off on defense. Uh, and, yeah. So th- now you've said the Cardinals and the Dolphins are winning. Well, so no, I said that that's how they'll be able to pull it off. I do think that Cardinals' offense is too dynamic. I think the defense has been playing better than most people uh, realize. Forcing turnovers, their linebackers play solid in coverage, and Buda Baker's playing like the best safety in the NFL, living up to that contract. So we'll see how it goes down. I'm taking the Cardinals on as much as it pains me to say it, but on to our next game. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers continue with one of the easiest schedules in football, playing the 2-6 and six Cowboys with Ben DiNucci as their starting quarterback with Dalton on the COVID reserve. Um, well, there's not much to see, say See, I game. really want to take... Cowboys, because I that's fucking funny, hate the Steelers. No, nope. but I just can't bring myself to do it. The Steelers this year have just been very well rounded on offense and defense. Even though they have a few games, I feel like they still should have lost. But end of the day, I think the Steelers go to eight and zero. They probably have a top ten receiving core, a top ten QB this year, a top five O line, if not top three, and they also top have a team running back, top five defense. I mean. It's pretty hard to stop a Steelers team, and I'm just going to be honest. I don't think Ben DiNucci is the one to do it. Dude, yeah. But if there was anyone to do it, it still wouldn't be Ben DiNucci, but I'd like to see the memes if Ben DiNucci upsets the Steelers this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I think you talked about this game for a little bit too long. I think, I think this, it's the Steelers winning. <laughs> this guy's I mean, less talk than the Jets this week. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I have I hope for the is, Jets this, this is, week. This is the Steelers. Um, All right. On to the Sunday night game, which will actually be a very big divisional matchup in determining who will win this division this year. We have the Buccaneers and the Saints. Saints beat the Buccaneers this year, but have two losses in games where I don't really think they should have lost, but they, they lost them. So we got the Buccaneers, who are the hottest team in football this week. Antonio Brown is returning to the field for the first time since last season. Let's go. I'm very excited. I've been... I've been supporting Antonio Brown since fall of last year, so this is a big day for me. I don't normally root for the Buccaneers, but this week I will be rooting for them and A.B. Um, I think A.B. comes out, catches a touchdown today, gets a few tar- or on Sunday gets a few targets from Brady. With no Godwin there, he will be 
a major part in the offense. Um, as long as he's not throwing temper tantrums, he's still a top ten talent. To he he has top ten talent in the NFL. And today, I think Michael Thomas back Kamara playing like McCaffrey this year. I'm still going with the Saints, but I would love to see AB do well. Yeah, uh, it's going to be another interesting one. While the Saints have not been super hot lately, um, I do think that they'll get a lot back this week. You got Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders both coming oh, back to the offense. Lot, yeah. That's going to be a huge boost. We've seen that this offense isn't nearly what it can be without those two guys. Uh, even with Kamara playing at an all-time high, I still think um, this Buccaneers defense, this young secondary, and this great pass rush, I think that they'll be able to do enough damage to uh, Drew Brees and the running game to where they'll be able to pull this game off on offense where the Saints on defense haven't been too great this year, giving up a lot of points to not-so-great teams and uh, losing a lot of games on defense. So I think with the dynamic of uh, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, uh, all those guys on offense that they've got. What about Rojo? Obviously Rojo, Fournette. Uh, Gronk, Scotty Gronk, Miller, Scotty Dude, Miller, the White Mamba, all the of boys. course. Um, so I think it's gonna be too tough to stop. I think it should be. This should be a fun one. Uh, are you are you sold on Antoine Winfield? Many would call him a top safety in the league this year. I don't agree with that really. He's played well, but I just I still don't see him as a top safety this like in the NFL. I tell you, I really wanted to draft him. Would have been a perfect fit for Miami's defense. Um, mm-hmm. Great versatile player in college coming out of Minnesota. Could do everything you want in NFL safety, tackle, make plays on the ball. He's rangy. I think that he's got definitely potential to be one of those top guys for years to come. And he's playing at a pretty good level right now. So I would say this year, yeah, he's been in top safety. I think I'm also going to have to take – I mean, it's going to be a good game. But I think think the Saints will get it up. I think we're going to see a totally different Saints team with Michael Thomas. Uh, if I'm being honest, I think Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, doesn't do, in all honesty, I mean, he, he's a really solid player, but I don't think he's going to add that much to the team, but I think Mike Thomas. Love him or hate him, he's a top three receiver. Yes, he's going to be, especially with especially with Breeze, I mean, the two of them match perfectly together. And the way Kamara's playing And exactly, year. with the way Kamara, I mean, I, I Brady's hot, I'm, I'm not going to deny it, AB's back, I still don't think AB's going to have that big of a role, I mean, they, think about the guys they already got, the Brady's already thrown to, the weapons they already have. I think Brady, I think AB's definitely going to take a little bit while to get into the role um, that we want. No in. touchdowns this week? No touchdowns this week. Oh, no, I don't that's think bold. so. He got that first one versus Miami last year in his exactly. first game. So. Sat, in the, sat in the stands. Uh-huh. So we'll see. I mean, um, yeah, but I, I think I'm going to take the Saints here with Michael Thomas. Probably. On to Monday Night Football where many people wouldn't say they're excited for this game, but I'm actually pretty excited to watch it. Pat's coming off a four-game losing streak. It's at the point where, like, is Belichick just going to attempt to tank for Trevor Lawrence? And if Belichick is trying to tank, no, he, he lets the Jets win this one. No. I, I, want, I, I haven't said this <laughs> once all year. I think the Jets will win this week. I think week. so, too. I think if there is a week, it's this if week. This, if there's the any, yeah, if there's any week the Jets win, it's this week. I, I mean, we're, I think the whole world is rooting for the Jets this Sunday. We don't yeah. care. No. I, I tell you, <laughs> definitely rooting for the Jets for a couple reasons. First of all... I'm ready for those Patriots to be on the bottom of the division. Haven't seen it since what? Before the they, wouldn't be, they wouldn't be on the bottom of the division. Would We're they? saying they're gonna they they're gonna drop. I'm oh, saying. in the end. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'd love to see. Yeah, so, Pats have dropped four straight as well to some exactly. not great teams. Love seeing that. 
not a fan of Cam Newton at all, so I love yeah. seeing him play. It's bad. like, but do you think Belichick goes in the huddle last week? It's just like Cam fumbled the fucking ball. No, <laughs> no, I think so. So I, don't, I, don't, I definitely don't think that this team is tanking. I think they've got a really depleted roster from opt outs and injury, yeah, they, and also no, losing a lot. There's of no one on their there. offense. Yeah. There's Cam Newton, and then who else? No Joe Thune. Isaiah Ford, obviously. Oh, if he, <laughs> he can't play this week, week though. Yeah, due no to I, COVID protocols. Don't worry, you have a. Who's the guy you like, Bird? You, ah, you, you got a Bird, Nikhil Harry. If that guy ever fixes his leg or arm Dude, or whatever, Nikhil Harry's a boss, yeah. I think I've seen that guy play like two games in yeah, his career. Always plays, <laughs> but um, taking DK. Um, anyways, so and then Kramer. also I'm rooting for the Jets to not get Trevor Lawrence. That would not be very nah. ideal. Uh, yeah, but even if the Jets don't the get him, do the Pats pretty... get him? Like, no, the Pats. Nah, I don't think the Pats will be bad enough to get him. Uh, Giants get him. Even though that roster is terrible, I don't think Bill Belichick ends with below three wins. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, yeah, honestly, while it may look like a shitty game on paper, I think that this game uh, should be pretty interesting. We'll see what the Jets and Darnold will be able to do on offense. We got... uh, Also, I just want to mention this because I was just thinking about how upsetting it was last week. We need to, like... NFL fans need to start boycotting NFC East games on primetime oh, because yeah. there is absolutely no reason the Eagles and the Cowboys should be on Sunday night football. Like, that's just a disgrace to the NFL. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think I, – I still think the Patriots are going to win this game. I still just think the Jets are terrible. Um, <laughs> and I want the Patriots to win this game. This would be the game the Jets win, though. I mean, just not even saying, like, obviously this is the best chance they have of winning a game all season, but just knowing the Jets, I mean, uh, I, sure, I'd love to be, I'd love to be the Patriots this week as a Jets fan. I mean, I would, but at the same time, I don't want to. And I, I, a lot of people think the Jets have a shot, but I, I don't think they do. I think the, the, the I mean, actually, in all honesty, I think if Crowder plays, there's, there's like, a, a 50% chance they play, win. And if Crowder plays, I think they could win. But we've seen the play calling... They, they, they come off – I mean, the last two games, they, they, they've switched play calling to the offensive coordinator, Dow Loggins. Um, and he, he's been po- calling solid Adam plays Gase's in the first half. Dog. Exactly, yes. He's been calling solid plays first half, have no adjustment in the second half. They've put like 50 total yards in the last two second halves. I mean, they're not doing good on offense. Denzel, maybe we'll see a big game from Denzel Mims. I think everyone would love that. Um, everyone would love Darnold that. back. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Darnold knows what everyone's saying. He gets Crowder back. Maybe he puts up a huge game. I don't know. It improves his trade stock. We'll see. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see this game going either way. I hope the Patriots win. I hope it's a close game, but the Patriots win. I mean, I hate the Patriots, but I think everyone kind of knows they're bad. So yeah. I'm, I, I don't need to prove to anybody that, you know what I mean, that they're that bad. Yeah. I'd love to, but at the same time, I'd, I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence than bragging to Patriots fans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in agreement. I don't, think, I don't think Bill Belichick drops another loss in a row. Yeah. I think that this passing defense, while it hasn't been great, they'll be able to hold up just enough. Yeah. Um, even though Chase Winovich has been uh, pretty non-existent in this pass rush, I think they should be able to get to the quarterback enough. Maybe you're not on the left side. You know, you got McKay yeah, back exactly. in there. You got the and George Fan's yeah. been pretty solid, but George that Fan interior has been terrible. Yeah, the interior's so. been terrible, so. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I'm taking the Patriots here. Cam Newton with a bounce-back game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Cam Newton's actually going to And Jets have, fall to 0-9. I think Cam Newton's going to have a bounce-back game for sure. Yeah. All righty. On that note. That wraps up the Week 9 football games. Um, Should be a great week. There's many great games, as we always say every week anyways. If you're still listening, thank you for listening to the whole thing. Um, We hope you all have a great week. You get to watch some football on Sunday. And with that, First and 10 is out. Later, guys.